Yes. I'm, I'm Ethan. I go by he, him pronouns. Um, some people call me, uh, Finley. Some people call me Sodi because of Soderberg, but mainly just Ethan. Thank you. 
think we can all agree with that. And if you ask my opinion, I say we should all just skip that and fight God.
Yeah, the first. <laughs> For this uh, topic, I th thought we were gonna be talking a bit about like how twenty twenty affected us personally. Um, and uh, how it kind of affected us going into twenty twenty one. If you if you check the description of the show, we're uh, Capital City Comrades. We're a leftist adjacent show. All of us are like somewhere on the form of somewhere on like the leftist spectrum. Like left. <laughs> but yeah um comrades because we're all pretty good pretty good friends and also comrades because that's a term that's been used heavily in like uh communist socialist anarchist uh collectives and uh capital city because uh I started this podcast, and uh, three of us are stationed in Madison, Wisconsin, the capital city of the great dairy state. Yes, so. yes come, come to Madison. Right. At the same time, um, one of my creative writing mentors, because I have a, I have a BFA in creative writing, um, it graduated with her MFA from Madison and is now working on her fourth book. So wow. there's a part of me that is very much like, yeah, Jess moved to Madison. <laughs> Uh, that being, sorry, go ahead. No, it's all good. I was just going to say, we, I definitely know that we are all people who very much celebrate creativity and uh, self-expression. Yeah. Whichever way. Totally. Uh, that being said, a lot of the, a lot of stuff has been put on hold as far as like more like interactive programs because of the pandemic, like. But I'm hoping within like the next couple months, a lot of the the performing arts and like a lot of the writing centers and everything will be like open up again, for sure. Yeah, I miss I miss like performing live music and also seeing live music and like concerts. And I want yeah. I want to try I want I want to finally try doing stand up comedy because apparently yeah. Yeah. Yes. TikTok's funny. Yeah, they have an open mic night at the the Madison uh, Comedy Club when yeah. that's open. I've, 
I saw my uh, boy Eric Andre there. That was a treat. <gasps> yeah, that's right. Awesome. You told me about that. <laughs> so cool. I didn't do that like backstage pass like a lot of people did though. You know what's so funny is that you should have uh, like before you walked into the comedy club, you should have had someone record you at the entrance going, "Let me in." <laughs> <laughs> well, there were he did like um uh, he did like uh, three three shows there. It was like a like a three night tour he did in Madison, so. Maybe someone did that, but you're right. I should have done that bit. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was a missed opportunity. Sucks. Where were they? Um. Uh, where were they performing? Um. I'm trying to remember. I would. I would have to look it up. It wasn't where we saw Metric. It wasn't at the Orpheum. No. Okay. Was it the Majestic? It was the Majestic. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was supposed to see my favorite folk punk outfit, Andrew Jackson Jihad, the one and only my favorite music in the entire universe. Um, I think like last March, and then the pandemic happened, and then I wasn't able to see them. And then they wrote. Yeah, last March. No. What was the last thing I said? Last March was not a good month. March no. Not a good month. That was probably the worst. That was probably the worst month. Mine was February, and that is because I almost died. Um, I got, yeah, my 2020 started out with us almost going to war with Iran, and then also remember that. In a car accident. So, yeah, but I got a new car out of it, which I'm still driving, but I'm also still paying maintenance, so that's positive. Sometimes it'd be like that, though. <laughs> yeah. It do be like that. Yeah. I got. I was. It makes me drive safer, actually, because I know I don't have insurance. So like. Yeah, you don't have anything to fall back on. Yeah. Fear is a hell of an incentive. I'll tell you that much. Fear is a huge motivator. I'm actually a better driver now because I've been in two car accidents. This is the best I've been at, at driving. So. Uh, my mom. My mom got caught in my uh, grandparents' uh, driveway recently with her car because they live up like a big hill and it wasn't like plowed plowed that well. So she got caught in a snowbank and it took like um, thirty minutes before we could get back out. Done with these just Midwest weather. 
Well, we're better we're better off than Texas is right now. Well, yeah, it's like it's a huge state. People, people probably um uh, hear Texas and they think like the really like like rich white elite elite um uh, people that try to be like uh, mouth mouthpiece pieces for Texas and are really like tend to be like really far right honestly pretty racist and stuff but that doesn't represent the whole state it's a it's a huge state with a lot of beautiful people and uh culture down there and like Well, yeah, I feel like a lot of it's just like a total failure of like um, uh, showing that a right wing leadership doesn't do doesn't do well in a crisis, and a lot of people die because of it. Because yeah, so maybe maybe in a way, what's happening right now in Texas will be a wake up call for people, and they'll vote they'll vote blue in the midterms. Yeah. Yeah, they went on a the a lot of the leadership down there decided to go on their own power grid because of because of taxes. They didn't think they thought it was too expensive to share a power grid with yeah. other states and it's like Okay. I heard the term free market. Yeah. Yeah, it, it may be more expensive, but it keeps people alive like it, yes that's exactly what i was gonna say because uh i don't i don't know how how much it's been talked about like outside of like um a lot of like uh, social media circles or whatever but it, at least 30 people have been confirmed dead because of the because of insufficient like uh home conditions during the snowstorms. For me, I want to say probably the most disturbing thing I've seen from it are uh, police at like full gear guarding dumpsters 
Oh yeah, the police definitely had a wild one last year. Did they? And this is going to be... Yes. Uh, this is m mainly just an audio program, so you probably won't see our faces, but we are all, all white, white Americans. But we're, we're all for, like, a racial uh, inclusiveness, and we're all... Black Lives Matter supporters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, do, I, do wish that, I do wish that we did have someone in this room, um, oh. in this podcast, who was of a different ethnicity to maybe come in with like their own perspective yeah. or viewpoint. Yeah. yeah. Well, I knew. If people have convinced you that Black Lives Matter is like a hate organization or a terrorist organization, 
they're lying to you and you really need to really need to look into it because a lot of the people that are saying that sort of stuff are much more hateful and are much yeah much much more dangerous Human and life cannot. Exactly. Yeah. I said it before. I yes. Um, yeah. Black lives cannot be replaced. Materials can. Uh, Target can ensure everything that it loses is eliminated. Um, they can do it probably ten times over with their corporations. Yeah. Um, and you'll. No, I was just going to say, like, if you if you see people that are like, uh, well, what about, why were people complaining about the Capitol riots when the building was damaged there or whatever? Why were leftists and liberals complaining about that? It's like, well, first off, we're mainly more complaining about the fact that four people were killed that day yes. <laughs> over, like, some, over, like, rumors and falsehoods. One of Yeah, they beat his head in with a fire fire extinguisher. So, so this is what you support, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but a lot of the Trump people hate him too because they f they held tried he tried to like hold uh Trump to like the barest minimum. I mean, he's a awful vile person, but the fact that he 
just said, okay, the election results were legitimate. A bunch of the Trump people turned on him because of that, which is... A thing to understand is like a lot of people like like big extravagant like demagogues too that say like terrible hateful things but also have like a sort of a sort of charm that they put on too that's why that's why people liked Hitler so much that's why people liked Mussolini so much that's why people liked Adiamine so much they're these horrible violent evil men but they were they have such like a presence and like Trump as evil as he is he does have a presence and he does know how to engage in Yeah, as far as, like, yeah. uh, saying, like, false claims, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I was going 
<laughs> but like the whole thing was he he to me he is the logical end of just like patronizing people for no reason um, because he like essentially mocked a trans front of the one like a like essentially the entire UWN and was like well it's free Yeah, Ben should 
Well, that's, that's like totally the case with like uh, someone like Steven Crowder, who's like, like a failed comedian that's just uh, realized he can like sell to a conservative audience, but he's not even conservative. I'd say like he's, he's like downright fascist, like Nazi at times, I think, especially. Yeah, remember when he released that, um, remember when he released that, uh, recording of, like, um, Richard Spencer doing, like, all, like, the slurs and everything, and it was saying, it was, like, saying, like, oh, Richard Spencer is a Nazi, no one knew that, I, it's not like we, they have the guy on, uh, video already doing the Roman salute, and saying, hail our glorious victory. Shit like yeah. that, but well, I'm so gay and so tired. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, you said like Richard Spencer, and I was like, oh. yeah. Something I have a big problem with too uh, is that the whole uh, you know saying hateful things under the guise of free speech, like it's um, it's something that's you know made its way into the music industry too, because there's. Uh, That's so gross. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say that's so gross because, like, so much of, uh, country music and country rock comes from, like, uh, traditional, like, black American music and traditional, like, black African music and to, like, like, dis disrespect, like, black people and black culture when, like, country music wouldn't exist without, like, black people is... Absolutely. Even if it's just
say it, but in the same way that like sex sells, shock sells. So if you're like, hey, I have this thing because I'm like Southern pride and you have this weird guy in Vermont and see if like this is just who we are with the, the ugly slavery and repression. Yeah, you, at that point, it's not a Southern Pride thing. It's like a straight-up, like, racist thing. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's a racist, like, harmful with swallowed kind of toxicity warning. I love, um, when I, I love when I see cars, when I'm driving and I see cars that have, like, those Trump flags, like, sticking out. Like, really, you're like a target. What are you doing? Yeah. Especially in Madison. Yeah, <laughs> what it is, but it's like an old, like, old poster, um, 
should send you this tool because you would like the birth control fade uh, post. I don't remember who made it, but it's I think it was at a time where it was a little bit more subversive. It was like a birth control fade, like conservative men watch out, very kind of like cool propaganda poster. And I was like, I'll, I'll have to like look it up. But yeah, that'd be, I love I love like any of that stuff that revolves around like reproductive rights that that's <laughs> totally up my alley yeah it's important yeah, look up, sure. yeah just look up uh birth control fade it's a really it's a really cool post i've seen it before i've actually i have all this empty wall space right and i know wall space is not empty but yeah i have all this empty wall space that is one of the posts One of the later episodes I thought we could do, and you can shoot it down if you're not comfortable with it, but I thought, like, something we could do is, like, we'd each separately, like, like pick out, like, uh, like an anti-abortion, like, <laughs> movie, <laughs> watch and review it. Wait, what? Uh, let's do what it. it. And talk about, like, um, like anti-abortion movies in general, anti anti-choice movies in general. Oh. Yes. Jesus Christ. Did they get fired or did he? No, he teaches at that school to this day. That's and so awesome. It's terrifying. Because oh. I, I mean, like, I know, like, like, I can name, like, five Jewish people I know off the top of my head. And they're like, how? Just how? How does this happen? was, like I said, this guy's pastor, this guy fed us, like, anti-atheist shit and stuff like 
people can be like, oh, those goofy conspiracy theories. But these are real people. Well, you can say... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, we can say, like, it's, like, unbelievable to hear people, like, say they deny the Holocaust and stuff, but you re- a lot of people don't take into context how, like, um, genocides that weren't as publicized are, like, denied or, like, lessened every day. The Armenian genocide, the genocide of Native Americans in this country, the... The genocide in Rwanda. The... I was I was gonna say the weirdest part about my high school, and this is actually how I found out about one of my favorite topics, is cognitive dissonance. <laughs> is I read the novel um, Paper Boy, which is a book about apartheid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, something I was actually going to add is that, um, like, that, that last discussion, that, that I thought that would be a good idea for uh, uh, an episode maybe talking about, like, um, famous people, like celebrities, who, who, like, people whose work that we enjoy and admire. Or like Kanye, who's obviously a brilliant musician, but he's like kind of a a garbage fire as far as like ideology. And he's a very polarizing person. Yes. It'd probably be best to have if to have like um probably like someone of like a black American 
or of like black american descent on like an episode like that though because we don't want to just like (laughs) be a bunch of white people trash Well, they're, they're narcissists is, is the thing, yeah. Um, the, the only difference is, like, Kanye actually had had stuff to offer the world. Trump doesn't really have anything new or innovative to offer. Okay. You also have to take a shower, by the way. So, yeah, I'll be right back. All right. All right. How are you doing, Ethan? How's everything going? Everything's uh pretty hunky dory. Just uh, just vibing. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. So we talked about like uh conspiracy a bit. I think that's. I think conspiracy and denial of like um like recorded fact, I think that's something that definitely rose to like a frightening rate like uh in twenty twenty and early twenty twenty one we saw like the one of the QAnon we saw one of the endpoints of that which was like the Capitol riot and it's important not just to like um like say oh they're they're just people like letting off steams 
speaking nonsense it it is important to like monitor and like be wary of the, that kind of thought because it does actually have like consequences and oh, Flat Earth, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Flat Earth. Especially because there's so much infighting in the community, and it's so fucking funny. It's one of the... Flat Earth community? Yeah. theories, psychology, its relation to anti-Semitism. Well, yeah, the whole lizard people thing that really has a lot of huge, like, anti-Semitic origins, for sure. Totally. There's also a really good um, documentary on Netflix. It's mainly like comedic in tone. It's called um, Behind the Curve. It's like a flat earth. Oh, yeah, Behind the Curve. I've been meaning to watch that. It, it's so good. It's 
very funny, but it is also very insightful. Yes. Okay. There was a flat earther proofer who drowned in that documentary. And they were like, actually, we need Baron to stick this out. And then they would explain, no, it's not that either. And like, the cosmic dissonance went so deep that they were doing other tests to figure out the exact same hypothesis every single time. Or at least that's what I had heard. The flat earth stuff is really interesting too because it doesn't really have like that much of like a political basis other than like it's kind of like anti anti authoritarian. Um they believe yeah. like the big the big bad is like NASA and like a lot of like geographers NASA and stuff. <laughs> And to an extent, and to an extent, sorry, go ahead. Like, like how Facebook started like a whole, uh, whole, whole genocide in Myanmar. Oh, 
and they refu- and uh, Zuckerberg refuses to take like major responsibility for it, other than saying like, "Oopsie whoopsie, we we helped uh, people spread disinformation that led to mass killings." Oh well. Yes. The whole uh, gay frogs thing is actually based on, like, there was this chemical that was, uh, that there was, like, excess of from, like, factories or stuff, and it actually, um, uh, there were, there was studies that showed that it might have, like, uh, changed, changed, like, the, the genitalia and, uh, a sexual interest of like um of frogs that made like male frogs basically have like uh female genitalia female frogs have like male genitalia or whatever but it wasn't like substantial but it became like a whole big thing and like um Alex Jones really jumped on it so there's a there's a video I can uh, send in like the, the group chat that's yeah. interesting about it too. Um, yeah, Alex Jones is really, really interesting because like he, he started off with like he's always been like a big like conspiracy guy, but he started off being like the big like uh, nine eleven is an inside job or whatever, and he didn't really go like. Uh, He didn't really go, like, far right until, like, um, during, like, the whole, like, uh, Trump election in, uh, 2016. Because he was, like, a big anti-Bush guy and stuff. Oh, and really? Yeah, he just yeah. really, like, sold out, like, during, like, Trump. Well, I, maybe he sold out before that because he, like, really helped, like, spread, like, the Sandy Hook 
like conspiracy stuff, which is like vile, and he should be like paying for that for the rest of his life. But I was like, haha, funny, like he did all these weird conspiracy theory stuff. But then, like the thing, the stuff with him being like, what is the term he used? Crisis actors. Crisis actors, yeah. Yeah, the fact that his viewers were, like, calling, like, parents and stuff of, like, kids that had died and stuff is, like, disgusting. Yeah, Yeah, that is absolutely disgusting. And, uh, that is the point where I was just like, haha, funny Alex joke, meme to the point where I was like, this is abhorrent to me. He went off on a QAnon guy recently, though, which was pretty, pretty funny. Yeah, he was like, I feel like he would be a proponent of that. I think he was, but like after like the fallout from the Capitol riots and everything, and like how nothing that the the Q drop said was true or whatever, he was just like, nineteen eighty four. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of wanted to grab this. Do you think I love how um uh conservatives will like uh say like this is like 1984 every chance they get it. They say and most of them have never even read the book. And listeners, that's me hitting my head with a Orwell card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Orwell was Orwell was a socialist, by the way, so don't let... He was, um... He was critical of, uh, Stalin and, uh, the government of the Soviet Union, but he was mainly, uh, mainly a socialist. He served in Burma, and he also served with against the fascists in uh, Spain with the Republicans yes. during the Spanish Civil War. Yes, so he not only wrote about it because of the USSR, but he also actively wrote about it just as a Did we lose both of them, or are they? No, I'm sorry. I don't really know. Oh, oh no. okay. So, um, cool. The 
Okay. Okay, are you liking this so far? Is it? Totally. Totally, yeah. yeah. We can do that, yeah. Cool. Alright. Alright. Um, I think the other thing about this being like a pilot thing is because it was kind of a test for the series. So like, right. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but yeah. I'm still in the, the group chat uh, on Facebook Messenger, so we'll just keep in touch through that. Yeah, and, sounds uh, great. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Uh, Love you guys. Uh, Have a good time. Yeah. Good night. So I th- yeah, I Well, I got mine as a Christmas gift, but... Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so I think I'm calling uh, this one the the Year of the Bat. Yeah, yeah, do it. Do it, so, Even though yeah, it's... If uh, people are still confused, uh, the 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 COVID um, the COVID virus apparently um, originated with like some tainted uh, pangolin meat that it like either interacted with a bat or it was like um, bitten by a bat or something that caused like the whole. The whole like a uh, strain in humans or whatever, but reportedly, there's always like, I mean, if you want to talk about conspiracy theories, you know, yeah, like, I don't know. yeah, we do yeah, not, I don't know. It's, um, we do yeah. not believe it was uh created in a lab or <laughs> and nobody was eating bats, people were eating pangolin meat that wasn't well well prepared but nobody in china eat yeah. bat the videos you've seen of people eating bats those are like from uh thailand i think that they have like some people put like uh like brown bats in soup and stuff but yeah it's it's something like that i mean 
Yes. It's just like, yeah, it, it's very bizarre. But like, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever know what COVID hit from. It's just kind of here. Maybe yeah. four hundred fifty thousand people have died. Well, it's just like a Spanish flu. Apparently, it did. It actually originated in. Uh, it actually originated in the states in Kentucky. It just like spread the fastest in Spain, so people thought it came from Spain. But I roll. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah. That's why we're doing this podcast is to like talk about kind of unlearning stuff and being better humans. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing more podcasts. So. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. I am totally looking forward to it. Hopefully this um, Hopefully this should be going on, on air with Spotify tomorrow. Yeah. If there's any if there's any problems, I'll let you know. Yeah, I know we uh, jumped around a lot. We should have better, like, um, more, more, not necessarily scripted, but, like, maybe, like, more organized topics with the episodes yeah. going forward. But Yeah, it's interesting, too, because, like, the whole, the whole thing that I like about podcasts is just, like, people kind of let it loose and let the stream of consciousness flow. Yes, and we'll be trying to bring on more like uh, guests and like guest hosts and stuff in the future sure. coming up. But oh yeah, and as me being me, androgynous gay weirdo that I am, if we ever want to have a talk about honestly like gender and stuff like that, I'm very much okay with that because like that was probably the strongest. Totally, that might that might be like something uh, good to do around like May, June, like. Oh yeah, let's yeah Pride Month. Pride Month, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. But with that, I think we should um, uh, sign off. Be close. Yeah. Close to an hour for now, but thanks for listening, everybody. Yes, thank you so much. We hope you enjoy it, and we hope to bring you much more in the future. Yeah, I'm Jess. I get to talk to you guys. This is Ethan signing off. We will right. see you soon. Bye. Have a